Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest edition of the Empowered Leaders Membership Group. Welcome. So today we are talking about the law of consistency, one of my absolute favorites, I will tell you that. Uh, cons um, we're going to put this law of consistency in the level three uh, production category, okay? So uh, I'm really, really excited about this one. I hope this one, uh, honestly, I, I had to be very careful about what I was going to include in this because there's so much that I could include. Um, so first of all, an announcement. Uh, as I'm recording this, uh, this one is going to be posted on November 19th, 2021. Uh, this is the week before Thanksgiving. So next week, uh, we will have no Zoom or no lesson because it will be Thanksgiving week. Uh, please enjoy spending some time with your family, your friends, your community. Uh, maybe go out and serve a little bit if you can. Uh, go Black Friday shopping if that is, is what your heart desires. Um, but enjoy, take some time off uh, and, and just have some fun. Okay. All right. So consistency, my absolute favorite. Listen, <laughs> out of all of the things that we could talk about in this world, consistency is by no means uh, kind of sexy, right? But it does change the world. Uh, this is something that has always been kind of a, a strength of mine. Uh, and it is within John Maxwell's teachings all over the place, but specifically in the 15 laws of growth. And he does a lot of teaching on consistency. Uh, I actually received an award from the John Maxwell team, uh, a, a couple years ago for consistency, uh, which, you know, some people were like, yeah, no, you know, there's something, there's other things out there like adding value to people and serving and leadership and all of those other wonderful things. And, and I'm like, nope, consistency is where it's at. Because if you're not consistency, you consistent, you actually can't have all of those other wonderful things. And any person in the whole entire world who is successful or doing something that is really impacting other people is consistent. And I dare you to challenge me on that. Okay. All right. So uh, John always says that motivation gets you going, but discipline keeps you growing. Okay. So when we think about this in terms of level three leadership, which is production, when you get to level three, that means you've developed really good relationships with your people. So you understand who they are. They understand who you are. You might not be best friends with them, but you have this really good working relationship. Uh, maybe you are consistent with your job. Maybe your people are consistent with their job. Um, but maybe both of you aren't. So for example, maybe you are, but your people aren't. Maybe you've got some new people and they're just trying to figure it out. Or maybe you've jumped into a leadership role, a new one, and you're not consistent with the things that you need to do yet because you're still learning. But maybe your people are, right? When you get through level three, um, what happens is that as you get towards the end of the level three leadership, you are you and your people are both uh, consistent and this is where the magic begins to happen. So if you are struggling at this level of leadership, and, and for those of you who haven't taken the leadership test in, in some time, 
Uh, I know we have a place, I think it's in the welcome category in Kajabi, or you can reach out to me and I will give you the, the um, five levels of leadership test again. Uh, it would be great for you to go back in and just check that out, especially level three, those 10 indicators and see where you're at. But if you are struggling in this level, I can almost guarantee that consistency is usually the problem. Okay. Um, Jim Trussell once said that the hallmark of excellence, the test of greatness is consistency. So there's three things I want to point out to you today. I'm going to try to be brief with each of them. Uh, I have four reflection questions for you today. I do not have a document. Uh, I just didn't have time to create one for you this week. Uh, and then I have some, some homework for you. Okay. All right. So the first thing I want to talk about is um, when you are trying to be consistent, your personality style matters, okay? Consistent performance is about what drives you personally, okay? So if you are a task-oriented person, you're going to find consistency in that area. If you're a people-oriented person, you're going to find consistency in that area, your particular strengths and talents will, it will be easier for you to be consistent in those. Okay. That's the first place to start. So I'll give you a couple examples. Um, we have, I don't know, going on, I think we're going somewhere around 850 podcast episodes. Okay. That's a lot of episodes. That's a lot of creating content. For me, creating content is no big deal. I can sit and think about a topic for five minutes and come up with a 20 minute podcast episode. Okay. I actually created the, the, the content for this lesson in probably 10 minutes. Okay. Because creating content is easy for me. So me doing a podcast and being consistent with that every single day is not that hard. Yes, I have some challenges. Recently, I, I, I was, uh, you know, in an intense state of healing for a while. So uh, I was unable to really show up on the podcast. So I was inconsistent for about four days. But then I jumped back on and voila, we're back to, to doing one daily. When I talk to other people and they're talking about doing a podcast, I never suggest that they do a daily podcast. Because it's probably not in their wheelhouse. So being consistent for me on that daily podcast is easy because it comes naturally to me. Okay. Um, an, another friend of mine, uh, you know, I, I talk to a lot of people all the time about meditation because meditation is such a, such a tool and technique to use for your own personal development, but it's also really great for you to stay grounded and well as a leader. So we talk about meditation all the time. Now she is a dancer. She's a mover. She's got to be moving her body. So being still and using a, let me say, traditional meditation technique of clearing your mind and not paying attention to your thoughts and that kind of thing, it doesn't work for her. However, when we were able to kind of craft some meditation techniques for her where she was able to, um, you know, use dancing and movement to become more focused and reach her, uh, her intuition, that still small voice, she was able to be consistent with her meditation. So if you're having some trouble being consistent with something, 
ask yourself, are you trying to kind of bang your head up a, uh, up against a cement wall? Or are you going with the flow of who you are and what works for you? So, for example, um, you know, when I talk about creating checklists or some sort of process or system that's going to help you to be more consistent, when I say that to a task-oriented person, they get really excited, okay? Because they know that that sort of accountability is going to help them uh, to be successful. When I say that to a people-oriented person, it's like their eyes glaze over and they're like, no, 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 I don't want to hear that, right? So your DISC personality, that personality style makes a huge difference on not whether you're going to be consistent, because I can believe all people are going to be consistent, but how you're going to be consistent. So it, when you're in a leadership position, if you are struggling because you're a people-oriented person, okay, there are some opportunities to grow in the task-oriented, but you can also delegate those out, right? So if you have not done your DISC personality profile, or at least figured out which one is your primary one, please go into the search engine. Uh, I will leave the link in the, um, the description for you. Go in there and just search DISC, okay? All right, so the first, that first point is your personality matters, okay? The second point, and I cannot stress this enough, when you are trying to be consistent on anything, Keep it simple. Keep it super simple. Okay. Keep it super simple. Man, you guys are really good at making things complicated. When I talk to some of you, you're like, okay, I've got this 10 step plan and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. Nope. You're going to go down to one or two steps. Usually when I'm coaching, let's say a team uh, to make some changes or improvements in their, their workplace, one of the things that I do is I, I ask them to have a short-term goal and short-term meaning you can, you can kind of create this or, or do an action step in the next 24 to 48 hours, right? So you've got some improvement there and then a long range goal. So sometimes the goals are, you know, I meet with you every week. So this is what you're going to do this week. Or, uh, I might meet, meet with you once a month, or sometimes I could even meet with you once every three months, right? So you might have two things to do. One is very small and you've got a quick return and the other one, it's going to take a little bit, bit of time, but that's all you're working on. And until you get that one thing done, you do not move on. Okay. When that one thing is done, guess what? You move on to what is just the next step. Okay. The more you do that, the more consistent you can be. Um, I've done a lot of teaching on your daily five. Again, go to the search engine. Uh, daily five is, is a way to figure out what are the things, the five things that you need to do every single day to feel fulfilled and move your work along. So my daily five are read, write, reflect, relate, record. So I know I'm going to read something every day. It could be, you know, a chapter. It could be a whole book. Depends on my day. I'm going to write every day, which typically is writing in my journal, but it could also be uh, I'm writing for something else. Reflect. I'm always going to reflect because I know the power of reflection. Okay. That looks different. And I'll share some examples here in a minute. So you got read, reflect, re reflect, relate, read, write, reflect. Yes. Relate and record. <laughs> so relate is 
for me, it's very much in, aligned with who I am, what my strengths are. Uh, I actually did the strengths finder test a long time ago, and one of them is relate. And so that's relating to people, but it's also relating with ideas. So sometimes I might read two different authors one day and say, how do these ideas relate to each other? I like that. That's played for me. I also might, you know, uh, be talking to someone in conversation and a book idea comes out and I'm like, oh, have you thought about this idea? That's relating to me. Uh, and then record. What am I doing every day that's recording? So most often it's the podcast, but sometimes it's videos and it's really about moving my work forward. When I do those five things every single day, I feel fulfilled and my work moves forward. Now, if I don't, I, you know, I can go one or two days, but then I start to feel not so good. Okay. So the daily five is really a way to figure out what do you love? What can you do on a consistent basis that helps you feel good, moves the needle forward. Okay. So I would highly recommend that you go into our search engine and type in daily five. Again, very small changes. So notice it's, it's very general read and write. Okay. So on one day I might have a day off and I have, you know, half a day to focus on those things. Other days it's quick. So I leave a lot of room for improvement. So don't say something like I'm going to walk a mile every day because there's lots of conditions and circumstances that might come in your way, but could you move every day? Well, yeah, if you're in a blizzard, you could still dance inside your house, right? Um, another thing that I've done a lot of teaching on is the daily edge. And again, you can go into the search engine, search for the daily edge. I've talked about it a lot. And in one of those podcasts or somewhere along there, uh, maybe even within this group, uh, I've included the daily edge tool. So if you're looking for a system to track how to be more productive throughout the day and be consistent, that's a great tool. Small changes. Okay. So personality style, keep it super simple. Now, the third thing you need to know about being consistent is you have to enjoy the journey. This is where a lot of people get tripped up because especially if you're trying to be consistent at something that is relatively new to you, or maybe you haven't created a pattern for it yet, it's hard to be consistent. So, um, you know, if you're trying to meditate or journal or do some sort of, you know, yoga or Tai Chi or, or something else, you've got to be consistent very simply, but also enjoy the journey. One of the things that I find for myself that is really, really helpful is to create regular reflection times. Okay. This allows me to stop, to pause, to ask what's going well within a certain time period what do I like? What do I not like? What changes do I want to make? And where have I celebrated? And I literally, I, I'm looking at my two very chintzy little trophies here on the desk, but I, I, I give myself a trophy and say, way to go. You did that. Now it could be, you know, you have for whatever reason, uh, you know, two weeks and you haven't taken a walk. And so maybe I've taken, you know, two walks this week and I'm like, yes, awesome. Look at you. You're back on schedule, right? It could be, Hey, when that person was talking to you, you weren't plotting their death. <laughs> you know, you, you were actually engaged in that conversation with that difficult or challenging person. 
Or, you know, when an employee was bringing a, a, another issue to you that you're just like, this is so silly. Why, why are we even talking about this? You were able to turn it back on them and have them think, right? And I know that these don't seem like they're big things, but they are. They're huge, especially when you're trying to build these consistent patterns. So regular reflection is really in, um, important to consistency and to celebration, okay? I have several different, uh, I'll give you four different quick examples of reflection. Now, these are mine. You can do whatever works best for you. So the first type of reflection I do, other than daily reflection, but I, I do a weekly reflection. I typically try not to have anything in the last couple hours on a Friday afternoon. And I use that time to go back through the week and say, okay, what, what did I like to do this week? What, what did I not like to do? Um, am I living my passion or am I being kind of, um, are other people's problems taking over, right? Um, do I need more rest the next week? Where am I at? Okay. And then monthly on the last day, of the month, I typically try to take off a full day or somewhere around there. Um, usually one of the two last days, I'll take a full day off so I won't have appointments or anything. And I will review everything that happened for the month. And I'll ask myself some of those same questions. How's it going? And that's where I actually see like the, the, um, the law of rhythm, the, the natural cycles that are happening. Because from one month to another, I see, oh, in, the, in week number three, I'm getting kind of a low area, right? So that'll help me as I'm scheduling out the next month. Be careful of what I'm putting in week number three. Okay. So that helps me be consistent. So if I know, hey, I, I'm, I'm, you know, not feeling so great in week three and I have to cancel some appointments with clients. I hate doing that. I hate canceling and rescheduling. Okay. I want to be consistent. So if I know that for whatever reason in week three, I'm struggling with that the next month, I'm going to look at week three and say, I'm going to take off some open slots in my, my calendar so that I, I can give to the people that are already scheduled, but I'm not going to overdo it for myself. Okay. So that allows me to stay consistent. And then I might look at, you know, where can I add those hours in? Because maybe I have you know, more energy in week one or two. So add some more out coaching hours in there. Okay. So examining what's happening allows me to make better decisions to continuously be more consistent. And then every six months, um, usually uh, I'll do this in July and then, you know, a little longer in December, but in July, I usually take off three days and this is just a retreat, an individual retreat for me where I go away somewhere, usually by water, uh, and I take some time for myself and really take a big look at, at my business and what's happening. Where am I going from here? Uh, I also look at things like, you know, my work home balance, right? Um, how am I doing? Am I spending enough time with the kids? Like, how do I feel about all of that? Uh, I'll also think about my health. How is it in the last six months? What, what is strong and what do I want to be stronger? Okay. So again, that allows me to reflect on what's happened, come up with a simple plan and stay consistent on my journey towards my, my growth. 
And then every year, um, usually the week between Christmas and New Year's when everybody's kind of doing the, the holiday hangover type things, you know, like you, you don't know what day it is. Or you're kind of, you're kind of at home, kind of at work, kind of doing some stuff, but not really. I usually take off that one week and I look at my whole year in perspective and I ask some of the same questions. And I'm telling you, I love that time. I usually try to get away at least one of those days to a different place. Sometimes I just go to a local hotel down the road um, and I'm just looking at everything. And uh, I've made some decisions for myself and my business. Honestly, we wouldn't even be here right now on this recording if it wasn't for me having that process of reflection and planning. Because the, the Empowered Leaders Membership Group was directly birthed out of one of those sessions. And knowing myself, when I was developing the Empowered Leaders Group, I knew, hey, it's relatively easy for me to come up with a leadership lesson every single week because leadership is my passion. Creating content is easy for me and I have the infrastructure. Yes, let's do that. And hey, let's let's throw in a Zoom in there too because I love to coach and mentor and guide. So why not help people do that? So I not only looked at what was happening and what I wanted to see in the future, how can I help? How can I how can I really serve people out there that are in this leadership coaching field? But I also looked at what's easy for me so that I can stay consistent. I didn't look for what's the best plan, what's the right plan, what's the perfect plan. I said, what's the plan that I can build that I know I can show up for? And that's how this group was formed. Okay. When I do these reflections, I can celebrate my growth. The beauty about this, you guys, is that you can do this for yourself. You can do this with your people too. What would happen if you had uh, a powwow meeting, uh, short, you know, 15, 20 minutes where you showed up every week at the end of the week and you said, Hey guys, uh, what happened well this week? All right. What's, what's one action step that you want to work on for next week? And that's it. <laughs> that, that was your whole meeting. Woo. You're, you could be so consistent with that, right? What would happen if you did that every month? Or every six months, you had a, a one-day kind of retreat with your team and you said, all right, what's going well in the last six months? What's not? What can we do better? How can we be more consistent at serving our clients? Right? So think about this on those two levels. It's not just about you being more consistent, but how can you also help your people be more consistent? And keep in mind their personality style, keeping it simple, super simple, and celebration of the journey towards growth. Okay. So there are four reflection questions. I would highly suggest that you write these down. Part of your homework is going to go through these. So the first question is, do you consistently procrastinate on important tasks? Do you consistently procrastinate on important tasks? I'd also highly suggest that you take these four questions to each uh, of the people on your, your leadership team and ask them. 
uh, say, hey, I'm evaluating myself. I'd like you to evaluate yourself too. And let's all come together and kind of share our thoughts with each other. All right, question number two. Do you require coaxing to do small chores? <laughs> so um, maybe there's small little things that you're supposed to do, whether it be at home or in the workplace, and you need somebody to kind of, you know, encourage you or, or remind you, get those things done. Or do it, does it come naturally to you to just do them? Number three, do you perform duties just to get by? Do you perform duties just to get by? Because if you are, I can almost guarantee you, you're going to have a problem with consistency. Okay. And this is the reason why we want to make sure that we're matching our motivation or our personality style to consistency. What comes really strong for us, we want to be consistent in that. And the other things we want to hire out, so to speak. Here's one about mindset. Do you currently talk negatively about your work? I, I uh, like to look at this as your judgment scale on a scale of one to a hundred, one being low, uh, hundred being high. What, how do you rate yourself on judging yourself and judging harshly? Not, not, um, not using it as a reflection tool to understand what's happening, to make a plan, but you're having the energy of blame and shame and judgment. So if, if you're really high on that scale, that means that you're constantly criticizing negatively the way that you're doing things. Do you constantly see things as failure for you? Or are you looking at those opportunities for growth? Okay. So if you want to know if you have a consistency problem, ask yourself these four questions. All right. So your, your homework assignment, uh, answer those questions. Look into um, the search engine uh, for Daily Five, Daily Edge, um, any other thing that I've talked about here. Ask yourself, what small changes do I need to make? And if you think it's a small change, I'm going to challenge you. Whatever you say is a small change, back it up to even smaller. <laughs> okay. And if you can do that three times, even better. Um, and then consider, you know, when might you want to have a reflection and planning session? Okay. You do not have to do it like I do. I'm just sharing it as an example for you. But if you have never had a reflection and planning session, when could you include that in your schedule? Okay. Hey, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Uh, and for those of you who are listening to this on schedule, whatever that means in our lives, uh, happy Thanksgiving. I, I hope you really enjoy some time with your family and friends and community. And uh, we'll see you uh, in December. Yeah. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.